0: This is where we remember truth, to make the world a better place, one person at a time. I'm Claire Lottier, Inspirational Speaker, Teacher of the Technology of Transformation, and a Certified Life Mastery Consultant and Spiritual Coach. Welcome to the Grace Space. Today we're going to explore the fascinating gift of memory. This is one of our higher mental faculties with which we interface with the infinite intelligence, one of our God-given gifts, which we've been blessed with purely by grace. We didn't have to do anything to deserve these gifts. They're already ours. What we have to do, though, is become aware of them and to develop them if we haven't been aware of them. But they're actually innate. So here's the good news about that, and that's that we don't have to force anything here. In developing these gifts, we don't have to struggle right? That can be a trap. We just have to decide we're going to use our God-given gifts and get interested in them. If we're interested in these superpowers, because that's really what they are, we invest the time to develop them because the rewards they bring are far beyond what we can imagine. It's the smartest investment in the world because the return on your investment is actually incalculable. So what makes memory so divinely special? How can the gift of memory help us access the infinite dimension of ourselves? It might not seem obvious at the outset. And one of the reasons for that is that memory is much maligned in our world. We're always putting it down. How many times have you said or maybe heard somebody else say, I have a terrible memory or I'm terrible with names. I can never remember numbers. Well, I'll tell you one thing, I've certainly put my memory down countless times over the years with regard to names and numbers. And when I learned that I actually have a perfect memory and proved it to myself, I realized that all of that blah, blah, blah about my memory was just programming. I'm not tooting my own horn here when I say I have a perfect memory. We all have perfect memory, every single one of us. Why? Because the infinite only creates perfection and our higher mental faculties are all perfect. You have perfect imagination. You have perfect intuition. You have a perfect will. These are the gifts of grace that we've been exploring in these last few podcasts. But you may have a belief that you aren't intuitive, or imaginative, or that you can't concentrate. You may believe you have a terrible memory. These are all very common beliefs among people, and that's why we call them common hours thinking, as my mentor Mary Morrissey says. Common thinking is just that. It's common, it's ordinary, and it's widespread. And we very often just start parroting what the other humans around us say, and this starts very young. These habits of thought are what we call paradigms. They're patterns, Lodged in the subconscious mind. And they control your behavior, partly because you're not aware of them. Our paradigms dictate our thinking, and our thinking becomes real. It literally becomes real because it's creative. And everything we create in our reality, whether we've done so consciously or unconsciously, it's true for us, even if it isn't true, spiritually speaking. We believe it, and we say that's just the way things are. The reality we create is real. But that doesn't make it truth. A spiritual truth is eternal, it's a permanent principle in the universe. That's what I refer to as the law. And when I speak of truth with a capital T, that's what I'm referring to. We get into difficulty when we confuse what's real with what's true. Most of what's real isn't actually true in the sense that it has no ultimate reality. So memory is one of those things that we as humans often claim as a weakness. Many people have paradigms about memory. And what's worse, we have collective paradigms about memory that we're fated to lose it as we get older, that it's somehow a natural or normal part of getting older, losing your memory. There are diseases that wreak terrible havoc in the lives of many people related to this loss of memory, conditions that strike fear into the hearts of millions of people who believe they're somehow doomed to be afflicted with them as they age. Fear is a very powerful attractor. So, I recommend that you use your higher gift of imagination, for example, to imagine a future of health, vitality, and happiness for yourself as you age, rather than collapsing to the paradigms of mass thought and belief in this area and in any area. This is the proper use of imagination. We create what we make agreement with in our hearts and minds. So, remember how powerful you are. You're going to create a life anyway. Use your power wisely. There's a proper use of memory too, and we're going to look at memory today in a way that maybe you've never looked at it before, and you're going to be inspired to truly appreciate and marvel at this gift of memory, which you can employ to bring forth a truly unique expression of your own essence, because that is what it was intended for. First, let's correct any misapprehension about your memory and defy this collective programming that your memory is fallible. Your memory is perfect. You have a perfect memory because you are perfect. You are perfectly designed. And your body and mind are vessels for divine spirit. You've been given amazing gifts and powers in order that the divine spirit that you are might be able to fully express its greatness and nobility through your physical consciousness right here and right now on the earth. You are the divine success, the divine perfection. There's no way you can become any more perfect or any more deserving than you already are innately. I know you you may not believe that right now, but believe in my belief. What we're learning to do here in the grace space is to make manifest that perfection which you already are by gaining a greater understanding of our true nature. We're in the process of developing a conscious awareness of our own perfection, and when you do that, it always manifests in your results. Like all of your higher mental faculties and spiritual gifts, memory can be developed And when you develop it, by getting interested in it, you discover that you have a perfect memory. The use of simple mnemonic devices will show you this very quickly, because memory is developed through ridiculous association. You may have even noticed yourself making up little tricks to help you remember things. And that's not because there's anything wrong with your memory. It's because your memory is naturally developed and enhanced by such devices. When I was working as an actress, I made up all kinds of little tricks and devices to help me learn lines. Now, first of all, I naturally just absorbed text like a sponge from a young age because for whatever reason, I never told myself that it was hard to learn lines. I loved performing and I joyfully consumed text and I, it naturally flowed out of me. But if there was anything I had trouble remembering, it was because I hadn't made the proper association with it psycho-emotionally. I understood this, so I I gave myself little tools of alliteration and silly associations to tie things together until it just happened seamlessly. Not only did I learn my own lines, but everyone else's lines, not because I intended to, but because it was just like music and it became part of me. My husband still jokes that I obnoxiously remember every line of every play I ever did, but that isn't true. I don't remember them anymore because I don't need to remember them. But they're in there somewhere. And I know that if I had to revisit any of them, they would be easily restored to memory. Why am I sharing this with you? Again, not to vaunt my amazing abilities. I'm telling you, we all have a perfect memory because our subconscious mind has a divine, innate recording function that is automatic. In yoga, this is called manas, and it's one of the three divisions or differentiations of universal mind. It's the quality of mind which memorizes all of the perceptions collected through the senses. It's the birthplace of the samskaras, the memory of the fruits of our actions and reactions, and the storehouse of crystallized seed thoughts and the origin of psychological behaviors. So this is where our paradigms, programming, and conditioning live. Basically, the nature of your subconscious mind enables you to remember anything you've ever experienced. This is what comes up under hypnosis, for example, when people are asked to remember an event from long ago, which they have no conscious memory of, but it's in there. In fact, every single detail of the experience is in there, down to the color of the wallpaper in the room that you were born in. Not because you personally decided to memorize that, but because it was automatically memorized and recorded by the manas function within your subconscious mind. Anything you've ever experienced in this or any other lifetime can be accessed if you know how. This in spiritual circles is also sometimes called the Akashic Record. The truth is, your memory is the memory of the universe. That's right. Through the infinite intelligence, you have access to all information. You are a microcosm of the macrocosm. You are a divine miracle. Your memory is perfect within your deeper mind. So never deride or put down your memory and never assume you're going to lose it. You can never lose it. Your memory is with you through the ages. Now, sometimes people don't want to remember, so they make a decision somewhere not to. And that's another story. To develop your gift of memory, the thing is to be easy with it. Using force negates your ability to remember because the mind cannot be forced. And this goes for anything to do with your subconscious. We're going to address that more as we explore more about the subconscious in these podcasts. And I'm really looking forward to getting into that with you because you're going to love it. (laughs) When it comes to remembering, don't push. Let yourself remember. Easy does it. Now, you can prove to yourself quickly and easily that your memory is perfect through some very simple exercises. I want to get into some other things today, so I'm not going to get into that, but as fascinating as it is. Instead, I would like to recommend to you a fun book that you can read if you're interested in developing your gift of memory. It's an old book, and it's called Aptly, The Memory Book. It's by Jerry Lucas and Harry Lorraine. I've put a link below in the show notes so that you can check it out. Don't just take my word for it. Do some of the simple exercises in the book, and you'll prove to yourself in a very short time that you have a perfect memory if you know how to use it. Just make up your mind that you have a perfect memory. That's the first step. Now let's talk about another way to use your memory that you might not have considered. And this is another way in which our gift of memory interfaces with the infinite intelligence so that we can build our dreams. Your memory is more than just a historical referencing of the past. That's just one use of memory. The Queen of Hearts in Alice in Wonderland asks Alice if she remembers what she did tomorrow. And Alice, nonplussed, asks how could she possibly remember what she did tomorrow, since tomorrow hasn't happened yet. And the Queen replies, it's a poor memory that only works in one direction. I used to think that this was just humorous nonsense, since everything in Wonderland was nonsensical. Now I see all kinds of wisdom in Wonderland. The Queen is actually referring to something called future memory. Future memory is an inspired use of your gift of memory. It's remembering something that hasn't happened yet as if it had already happened. This is key to manifesting your dreams. Let's say you've found your dream house but it has a number in front of it that's larger than your current paradigm might allow you to believe you could have. Your use of future memory will become a very powerful tool here for you to manifest that house. Using your imagination, you could enter the house in your mind. Imagine that it's a year from now and you're actually living in that house. You've bought it. Not only that, it's all paid for and you don't owe anything. How about that? How does that feel? Walk around in the house. Explore all the rooms. This is best to do in person, if at all possible. And I highly suggest that the next time you want to buy a property, that you spend some time there acting as if you already live there. This is coming from your dream energy. But if you can't be there physically, you can still use your higher spiritual gift of imagination to put yourself there. Now, imagine a future time in the house Let's say a special occasion, like a holiday celebration. You've invited your whole family to gather together in your dream home. Now go even further into the future and imagine you're remembering that special holiday in your home when you had your whole family together. What did you do? What were some of the most special moments? What do you remember about that wonderful occasion? Remember all the details, the sounds of the laughter, the smell of the food, the candlelight, the music that was playing, the sight of the little children running through the house and the teenagers frolicking in the pool, and your loved ones' faces as they visited your new home for the first time. Remember how happy they were for you and what they said and how they congratulated you and celebrated your move with a champagne toast? Remember the housewarming gifts they brought and how late you all stayed up out on the terrace laughing and talking and, and the reflection of the lights in the pool in the dark and how clear the night was. You could see how beautiful the stars were in the Milky Way and how warm your heart was to see your loved ones enjoying themselves in your home and heading off to their lovely bedrooms with which you had lovingly prepared with special little touches to welcome them. Remember? That was the first holiday in your new home. And now, where are you even further in the future? What have you gone on to create since then? You can project yourself 3, 5, 10, 20 years into the future, remembering the ideal life that you created for yourself. From that moment forward, you can even go beyond your lifetime and remember what people said about you in the future, what a bright light you were, and how much you contributed to the lives of so many. This is an example of how you can use your imagination to create a memory of the future, a memory you can come back to over and over again. You can download into your current reality what it feels like to be in the dream you have imagined by going back to the future. And as you remember what you created, you're there. It's already happened. And you feel all the feelings of satisfaction, excitement, accomplishment, gratitude that you will feel when this actually occurs. Because the more you remember the future, the more you create it in the present. Well, how does this work? Well, think back to the episode that we did on imagination. The subconscious mind cannot distinguish between something that's actually happening to you and something you're vividly imagining. It triggers physiological responses in the body. And if you continue using your will to hold these pictures on the screen of your mind, your body will actually start to look like these events have already happened. You build cells of recognition in the body for this reality, this memory. And this is how you become a vibrational match for what you want. And the present moment is the only place you can do this. The only place you can create your future and you're doing it right now. So what are you vibrating right now? Is what you're thinking and feeling right now in harmony with the future memory of who you want to be, who you want to have been, how you want to live? Are you a frequency match to the person in that vision of your future? The thing is, we've been trained to vibrate with the conditions we're in, because those conditions are right there in front of us. But we don't have to. We can vibrate to the future in the now. Use your gift of future memory to remember the ideal life you've created for yourself in the future. Here's a fun practice that will inspire you. And this can be super powerful. So I really advise you to go through it. Step one, choose something that you really love to create in your life. Maybe it's a new home, maybe it's a relationship, or a new job, or a higher income level. Write down the specific details for your intention on a 3 by 5 card you can carry with you and look at often. Remember, the how isn't your business, but the what definitely is. Step two, imagine what it will feel like to have the new home, the relationship, the vocation of your dreams, or the financial freedom you desire. Choose a specific scene in your mind that represents the evidence that this is now your life. It has come to pass. You've been bold enough to take the necessary steps and now this life is yours. Step three, now go forward even further than this scene and feel for that person who's looking back on the you who created that vision. It not only worked out, you went even further imagine, feel, put on that person. Walk around in their home, their relationships, their life. This is you in the future. See that what you wanted to do is now done. Tune into being that person looking back on the vision that was accomplished and be that person now savoring that experience. Step four, memorize the frequency. The feeling of this state, memorize it in your body. Feel it entering your cells. You have the capacity to memorize the frequency of the person who accomplished all of that, your future self. Step five, see your future self standing in front of you. Look into your own eyes. Now you have a major opportunity because your future self can help you. Ask your future self, what do you know now that you wish you'd known back then that would have made it easier to get where you are now? What information does your future self have for you? When you emerge from this meditation, make sure to write down what your future self had to say to you. This information is extremely valuable, so treat it like the gold that it is. Time is an illusion. You can collapse time using your future memory to open up a time-space portal so that the wisdom of this higher version of yourself, this version of you which is to come, can flow through into your life right now and make things easier for you. Practice memorizing being the person who's living the life you've just experienced. Live from that frequency and keep returning to it, the memory of the future you. This is the proper use of memory. From this day forward, don't use your memory to disempower yourself, to dwell on past mistakes, to live in regret. Rather, use your gift of memory to envision and live from a new future. Let me know how you go. Thank you for joining me in the Grace Space, where you're always in the right place. If you love this podcast, I invite you to subscribe to it and submit a review if you feel called to do so. Also, be sure to sign up for my newsletter right here. I look forward to spending this time with you again next week. Meanwhile, I send you love and blessings. Bye for now.